Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now welcome to super movie brothers let's start the show this is a podcast on the pod fix network Check out more shows like it at oddfixnetwork.com. You're such a pig fucker, Philip. <gasps> what did he say? Terrence, why would you call me a pig fucker? Well, let's see. First of all, you fuck pigs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, fuck my ass and call me a bitch. <laughs> Oh, you shit-faced cockmaster! Wow! Shit-faced cockmaster! Listen, you donkey-raping shit-eater! Donkey-raping shit-eater! Toby baby cheat-eater! What, what, what?! There are times when you get suckered in by drugs and alcohol and sex with women, okay? But it's when you do these things too much that you've become an addict and must get back in touch. You can do it, it's all up to you, okay? With a little plan, you can change your life today. You don't have to spend your life addicted to smack. Homeless on the streets, giving hand jobs for crack. Follow my plan, and very soon you will say it's easy and good. Welcome to Super Movie Brothers, episode 160. I'm your host, Super Movie Brother Dave. I'm your host, Super Movie Brother Jay. And it is a movie cocktail tonight, so we are joined by Rob from Nowhere. Yep, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> He does somewhere. He doesn't have a show. No, uh, no. Australian. Dude. No, we do. We. He's like. Uh, he's. He's. He's like the frozen head of Walt Disney. We just like call him out when it's time to do a movie cocktail. We give him twenty four hours to watch the to watch the movie, and then we stick him in front of the uh, front of the microphone and tell him perform, monkey. <laughs> and then, got a few drinks in me first. <laughs> that's yeah, true. Exactly. That's true. We're always there with the alcohol, and then of course we also have cult movie Mark. Hello. So this is our movie cocktail for. Not safe for children animated films. And we put up four films for everyone to vote on on Twitter. Those films were Akira. Uh, Jay, Jay put up Akira because it's the only cool thing he's ever seen ever. I went for the win. Yeah. And you I'm whiffed. Surprised. Whiffed. <laughs> uh, Mark put up South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Hell Uncut. Yeah. I put up the Simpsons movie, and Rob put up Sausage Party. Interesting enough, interestingly enough, we will talk about two of those films tonight. However, the one that did one and the one that we're going to be discussing all night is South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut. So congratulations, Mark. Congrats. Thank you. On your nice My win. second nice ever win. win. First win of the season. Uh, First one was Howard the Duck, and now this one. Yeah, it wasn't even really close, though. Uh, I, I know Jay is like the saying that he was close, but you won by 39%. Jay had 28%. Yeah. So I'm a little surprised. And I, I mean, I love this movie, but it doesn't get talked about too much. It so. doesn't. Well, yeah. it is old, but it's, also... Well, 
Oh, this yeah. has been this Akira's is still old. going on in, on TV, <laughs> yeah. and also the movie yeah. was the all-time leading grossing right. R-rated I mean, animated movie. It's still out there, a long you know, time. So. still going strong. I think me and it. me and Rob were sharing dual duties at the bottom with fourteen percent. Oh yeah, it was I, it was I, pretty embarrassing for us. Simpsons movie sucks. Uh, Sausage Party, <laughs> it's, it's middling. Yeah, it hasn't <laughs> been around long enough for it to gain any type of cult following or yeah. for anyone to really have. And some people did just find it terrible and annoying. I'm one of those people, but. <laughs> it does have something interesting about it. Sausage Party, South very Park, small following. South Park, That's pretty intense. Was uh, held the 2001 Guinness Book of World Records for most curse words in an animated film, hmm. and unfortunately, it was dethroned by Sausage Party. Uh, there you go. Uh, I believe even with all wait wait early even fun with all the swear words that were in the. The the Uncle South Fucker? Park movie and the it. and the song and everything like that. It yeah. all depends on what the uh, it all depends on what the major motion picture whatever association of not letting you say naughty naughty words yeah. uh, really thought of the words that were used in Sausage Party. They may not say fuck as much, but they may they you know cunnilingus cunnilingus may count as. I a, think uh, you know, yeah. things are more lax now probably than when true than when South Park came. Also, out. I believe that Sausage Party brought in more money at the box office oh, sure, than yeah. South Park did uh, when you adjust for yeah. inflation and stuff like that but it won't be as well remembered because no. South Park bigger longer and South uncut. Park is like an institution it yeah. absolutely is and it's amazing that you know it is something we still talk about today because it's the songs too uh, that's well, the musical it's the as well. yeah, Academy yeah. Award nominated song that is true that is, <laughs> that's, can't take that away to be from honest so. so Jay technically this category fell on your week it did so before we get into discussing our first uh, our, our first impressions of the film and everything like that and how we feel about it now now, the duties fell on you to make a cocktail. So, what is the name of your cocktail? What's in it? How do people are going to enjoy it? Let everybody know what you got for South Park. Terrence and Phillips fart juice. Can <laughs> <laughs> we have four tickets wait. to Asses of Fire, please? Say that again. No. <laughs> I don't think I called that. Terrence and Phillips fart juice. Yeah. You know, it's when it's when you, you push a little is, bit out and then like a little bit of liquid well, comes out. Is, that uh, is yeah. disgusting. So yeah. the color is inspired from the fart juice. Uh, I just kind of imagine that this is kind of what the coloring would be. Like, like a juice clear inspired, you know. And I'm not going brown. I don't want to go okay. too like. I'm, I'm thinking slightly I'm green, thinking juice. too obvious. Yeah, a little green. little hint of mint green kind of color. <laughs> slightly green, <laughs> liquidy. <laughs> anyway, so I ha- I had an idea of like what it looks like, what it was going to have ingredient wise, sweet, sour, like the characters kind of. And I went with tequila as my, the main cocktail. We haven't had too much tequila cocktails, I think. So I wanted to use a little. Tequila because it's a little crazy, it's a little wild, it's a little bold. I think Rob's and, uh, electric Venus was well, the we've had one some, to utilize tequila, yeah, so. but it's not too often. So, went with two ounces of tequila, went with two ounces as well with sour pucker. Tequila is my lady, my lady. That's <laughs> what he does. <laughs> Any t- anytime I can fit, uh, I, I can fit Bradley Whitford from uh, from Cabin in the Woods in there. I, you got to do it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hey <laughs> there for Rob and Mark said. But I heard this like two episodes ago, so I, I know exactly what that was referencing. Um so I was also two ounces of the apple, the sour apple pucker, and then um three ounces of Sprite. Pucker, like your butthole. When, you, <laughs> when the fart juice that comes out and you immediately pucker up. <laughs> there you go. Uncle Pucker, that's what it should have been. Uh-huh. Uncle Fucker, that's you. U N C L E Fuck. You, Uncle Pucker. <laughs> All right, <laughs> we go back and call this the Uncle Pucker. Okay, it's a better name. You chill it and you strain it over an ice ball. 
and then you garnish it with four little Sour Patch Kids. So, you know, the four little characters in South Park. So, like, boom. I mean, I thought it was perfect. Um, You know, Kyle, Stan, Kenny, and Cartman. So... We even I think it's them. a cool little wait, 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 hold on, hold on. The best part is Jay didn't remember their names. So I, I just read it all the time. <laughs> I had to text it to him earlier because he couldn't remember their names. So because I wasn't sure how many Sour Patch Kids I needed, it. I was like four or five. I couldn't four remember. Four or five. Yeah, you didn't know there yeah. were four kids. <laughs> he didn't tell me Jay. He didn't know their names. They- Obviously, you guys now know that I hate the show. Never 20? watched it. I don't like the movie. Twenty-two years. It's an yeah. institution on television. Like my dad has wait, never you know seen. The Simpsons it. are yellow, right? right. <laughs> yes. My dad's you know never seen an episode. South Park, but he could probably name the four characters. <laughs> Remember, they killed Kenny. Right, they, used to, they used to kill him all. They the time. used to kill him all the time. Yeah, yeah. Mark. Uh, so, so Jay's delicious drink. What do you yes. think of it, man? Uh, it's good. It's uh, the Sour Patch Kids are. I think they're adding a little something to it. I would say, like, yeah, they do add right? a little, a little bit of sour. Am I crazy? Yeah. When you drop them in, yeah. I don't suggest that you chew them after they've sat in the chilled drink for a while. It's mostly for looks. Yeah, I'm gonna do yeah. that, but because they they get they, they get really hard, and then you bite in them, and they get gummy, and they they lock your teeth yeah. together, and if you have fillings they will rip it yeah, right if, you're, the fuck if you have out. a crown it's, like I, um, it's just gonna pop it out when i put the uh the swedish fish in the uh in, in the last win for you yeah, when right, i did the, right. the, mm-hmm. uh, the swedish fish inside of the oh yeah duck pond one yes yeah it just yeah, same it, thought it, it just took all gummy and yeah, yeah it, it just doesn't work out yeah. it wasn't fun but uh i like it a lot uh, I, I like the taste of tequila i like how i like you know when you use 100 percent agave tequila it's very sweet it's got a little bit of sour to it and stuff like that you mix it with the sour pucker it's kind of like mixing it with lime juice and stuff like that but a little bit yeah. more sour then you add in those um you, you you add in the you know the sour patch kids and you when you let them sit in there all that all that crystallized sour sugar dust gets in there and it, it, it works. It works really well. I w- it was a hard, it was actually an interesting balance to try and figure it out because I wanted it to have a balance and it's kind of tricky with the sour and the sweet and you don't want it to be too sweet, right. too sour no, and find that kind of happy nice medium is, along with the tequila because that's obviously a very strong flavor. It's so. not too sour. Like I don't, I don't make the butthole face with my, with my mouth where right. it's too sour. You know, like when you <laughs> suck it right in, and just looks like you puckering. get a bottle. Yeah, yeah puckering. Uh, but I, I do, I do enjoy it quite a bit. Rob, what do you think of this one? No, I, I agree. I, I loved it. I, when I first got my glass, I, I sniffed that, I sniffed it, and that, fart, uh, that juicy fart. <laughs> <laughs> got all that, that juiciness of the fart in my mouth. But uh, no, I could smell the tequila, and it just instantly brought back too many bad memories. <laughs> yeah, uh, but when I did drink it. It didn't have that same, like you said, that sort of puckering, that yeah. sort of worry of, of of tequila. I really enjoyed it. I did. I, I've I've drunk it already. It's so gone. it's yeah, it's safe. Here. It's safe to say that for for Rob, tequila was his lady at some point. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was no, it's the other way around. I was tequila's bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. You guys can make that at home. We'll put the recipe up on Twitter and on our Instas for everyone to check out. Now it's time to go around and talk about South Park, bigger, longer, and uncut. Jay, you've already like kind of buried the lead. You hate this. Do you? I, I hate the show. I hate. I hate everything why? about it. The movie. How? Why? I, it's too. First of all, I'm not a big animated fan in general. I don't like animation stuff. I I can't get but that's into like it. Saying I don't like. I don't know. That's, it's just me you're, it's you're, just me it's always been me um, especially with this kind of property it is way too fast I hate fun I, my brain can't keep so up fast? with this kind so of it's, stuff so it's Jay I hate fun I hate to laugh I only like it when small children are being raped in indie <laughs> movies that's all, like. that's all I like that's all I like 
I, I like the it's emotions. A very, that come it's a very specific genre that he's genre. You know, didn't make me think enough. Me, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I uh, there's nothing about it that I like at all. Really? Like, it's just not my cup of tea huh. whatsoever. Okay. Are you offended by anything in it? Yeah, I'm not, it, I'm not an offended person. Offended I don't get offended at all. I'm just. I just mostly think the people it's just who dislike it and pointless to me. Like, I just can't get into it at all. I like, think it's so topical. But the, and but yeah, it's so fast and so ridiculously over the top where I get completely annoyed with it that's the biggest word okay. for me annoyed with this show okay. like the whole thing is just annoying to me I just want to turn it off I can't stand it like well, it just with, it's, with South, it's South Park way. there's always the other layers to it like it, I understand on, that on the surface and I respect a, that on the creative like, level and yeah. I do I get that yeah I just still just care can't it. get through okay. it all so, the other stuff all the other baggage I just can't Okay. Get through it. From the second I hear much. I hear the name, I already realize what Matt Stone and Trey Parker are doing. Bigger, longer, uncut. Mm. Like right. they're first. It's a dick joke. The title. Yeah. Is yeah. The title is a dick That's joke. That's what she said. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, the, it's, the title is but, a dick joke, and they're immediately skirting the MPAA as yeah. quickly as possible because with the title of the film. The original title. I mean, we're, we're going to get into behind the scenes yeah. stuff later, but the original title was South Park, All Hell Breaks Loose. Right. And the MP, MPAA would not allow them to say that, so they ended up making it something that was even worse, which was a dick joke. <laughs> but so, because it doesn't have any naughty words in it, like H-E double yeah. hockey stick. That is why Trey Parker and Matt Stone are my personal heroes, honestly. <laughs> they actually did that. All right, so, But ironically enough, I actually did really like Team America World Police. I know, we talked I about know, that. Dave told me that, show. I couldn't believe it, yeah. Go figure. Uh, yeah, that's a funny movie know. too. Gary, you could still prove that you belong in this team. He's a puppet. Person, Suck my why. dick. Yeah. He's more into more into puppets. He's more of a puppet than an it was animation. the it was the gratuitous puppet sex scene that really yeah. got him. <laughs> and he has a fetish for marionettes vomiting. <laughs> it's it, but it's, all, it's also just a little bit different and simpler story and characters. It's not as quick and well. It's like a parody of like crazy action movies and yeah. yeah, yeah and it's thing. I don't know. Just visually, it's easier mm-hmm. for me to watch too. Okay. Wow. All right, Mark. So. Oh. Because this is kind of Jay's, it's it's so weird. It's, it's, this thing, South Park's been around for 22 years, and this is Jay's first experience with it. So this is the first time. This is, this okay. is yeah. Well, the movie, yeah. yeah. I mean, the show, okay. I, I gave up on forever ago. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so never my thing. Okay. All right, Mark. one of those things I always had to keep quiet in right. school. Like I couldn't, I couldn't confess that to like all the friends because everybody else everybody else watched the show. Yeah, and little I can see people who like, are like, uh, I'm indifferent to it, but for yeah. Jay to be like, I, I vehemently hate. It. I just had to open up a beer because I got to, yeah. I got to drink. So it my now, first inclination is like what Dave said. Like, okay, did it offend you in some way, or no. is it like? Because that's the thing, yeah. People you know, hate South Park. They're like, what's because it offends my sensibilities. Yeah, I, I'm not way. that person at all. But yeah. I mean, it, it, so it's more it's, like it you, has just don't think to do with you just don't think it's funny, pretty much, is, is what it comes down to. The whole, yeah, like I said, the visual aspect, the speed of it all, I can't get into mm-hmm. animated characters. Jay, the and most powerful computers in the world, but those powerful yeah, animation computers one of the in the world trailers. have been producing <laughs> this, this movie at the time. This is actually one of the most technologically advanced films ever made. <laughs> In yeah. animation, they it's wear crazy. their cheap, cheap animation quality on their sleeve. I mean, that absolutely, was, you know, yeah. it's part of the charm. Yeah. All right, Mark, yeah. let's just leave Jay behind right. and well, yeah. to wallow in. We, we all right, can't, have a good episode, guys. I'm signing <laughs> off. Yeah, we can't harp on that all night. Uh, so all right, I'm done for now. Th- Mark, but, talk yeah. about talk about South Park. Your first yeah. experiences with South Park, not even just the movie. Your first experiences with South Park, okay. and then uh, how you feel about watching this movie now? Well. I was honestly, I was not the biggest South Park fan when it first came out. I was more of like a, ah, oh, you know, I love The Simpsons. Like, because everyone would say, you know, South Park when it came out was, oh, this is better than The Simpsons. I'm like, all right, this show just came out. Like, there's no way it's better than this, you know, the show that's been around. Um, but, you know, 
I would start to watch it more and more with my friends, and I just gradually start to really realize there's like more to it than was on the surface, like we were just talking about. Um, and then very quickly, this movie came out, and um, I actually didn't get a chance to see it in the theaters. My, my a lot of my friends did because their parents brought them. My parents did not. <laughs> um, so go figure. So I didn't see it for for a while, but eventually I did. And uh, you know, when I was still young and. I, you know, it's a, honestly, it's a, it's a really good musical. Um, I think it's, it has a lot to say and I think it's very, very funny, very, very interesting. And it's just amazing. I was talking to Dave about this earlier, but just how early on in the show's life, this, this movie came about because it was actually season two of the show. They were actually writing this movie. Which is kind of crazy. I was just going to ask you that. Like, yeah. how many seasons did they have finished so, before this movie? Season, season three came out, was coming out. Right. Well, the first oh, wow. season that came out early. was, that is early. you know, when, when the show first came out, it was a huge success. Like, yeah. you know, one, like one of the biggest things ever. So, you know, people, executives, I guess, saw that and like, all right, we got to jump on this real quick, you know. So, that's what happened. So, they made the movie. Right. I believe it was um, Viacom who owned yeah. Comedy Central. Uh, they had, had uh, I guess, have a stake or also owned Paramount Pictures. Yeah. And they were worried that South Park was a flash in the Pan. It's right. something that people went to work, talked about over water cooler and talk. And it was going to die down. Right. And, and they, yeah. they, they send clips or they, they would send, you know, early versions of memes through their their office emails and stuff like that and it was things that people were were falling in love with and mm. talking about and cracking up about and it was it, but they were worried it was a flash in the pan type thing I mean, it so put comedy central on the map basically it really did so yeah. strike while the iron's hot get a movie out there now because in in another year or two this thing's gonna fizzle out and it's gonna be done and now we're here 22 years later yeah. talking about it and the, uh <clears throat> season 23 is coming out in a few months so yeah. but to me for, for me, the thing about South Park that is really just like, I guess, admirable is that the voices behind it, Trey Parker and Matt Stone, are just really, they're very, you know, they're true originals. They're kind of like, you know, they're almost legends in, in Hollywood because they're sort of renegades, the rebels, like, they're you know, also legendary like, for how many bridges they've burned. And oh, how yeah. They and famously have no more famous friends. Exactly. <laughs> they, this movie is basically a giant middle finger to the MPAA. To everything. I mean, yeah. To, yeah, to Hollywood. And so I've always enjoyed that outsider aspect of them. And I think, you know, once I started to. You know, after I saw this movie, I went and saw Orgasmo, and I saw uh, Cannibal the Musical, and, and of course, ba- you know, Basketball, which they didn't write, but still, you know, so th- they were they were making all these different movies and different things, and I realized that just as creators, they're very intelligent, uh, very smart uh, satirists, basically, and you know, their humor it can be very crass, but that's very intentional. I think it's um, I think it's also you know. They were awarded for for their hard work when they got. I mean, for, forget the Emmys that they've got just for South Park alone. Awesome. Si- six Tonys. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. They've, they got yeah, so six now they're Tonys for the uh, Broadway musicals, and that you know that are yeah critically acclaimed. So they've shown that they're very versatile, and um, so I I really think South Park was not a splash in the pan, um, as it very well could have been, but I think because they as creators kept control of it and they never handed the show over to people and said all right just go write an episode like they were always in control of it and so to this day i still watch the show um i think out of all of us here i think i'm the only one that still does but i i think it's still just as good as it was uh maybe even better because you know they just kind of have evolved um since then so i have watched the movie again recently and i I still enjoy it i I think it's a great time yeah for for me it's exactly the same thing i i know i my my experience with south park started in 19 1996 i was in the sixth grade 
and I didn't watch it on its premiere night or its opening night. I watched it, I believe, by episode three. Me and my mom had gone back because we found out that at nine o'clock or at nine thirty they would show the last week's episode, and we started watching. Is that volcano? We started watching them, <laughs> okay. and I would go into my mom's room. I remember, and I would sit on her bed with my mom, and we would watch South Park together when I was in the sixth grade. <laughs> yeah, and it was like one of those things. Like when it starts, my mom's just like, you know, don't tell your friends or anyone at school because I went to a Catholic school <laughs> that like I let you watch That's this. It's really but, cool that she did that. But though. yeah, I. I I was never the type of kid where like I was censored growing up, mm-hmm. you know, I, I was never censored in what I could watch and stuff like that. Like my dad would be like, this is trashy. Whatever you're yeah. watching is trashy. Shut it off. But he wouldn't, it wouldn't be like, if I got caught watching it, I wouldn't be afraid that mm-hmm. I was caught watching something, you know? Yeah. Um, so I, that, that was my first experience with South Park. And then I, I kind of like, I remember like the first three seasons, we followed it pretty religiously. And then I kind of like left it behind yeah. uh, once the movie came out. I think I was in like eighth grade, ninth grade, well, stuff like that. It peaked in a way. Yeah, it really yeah. did. And then I, I kind of like like let it go. I didn't really catch up on it so much until about a year or two ago. Uh, you know, South Park Studios, and this is something else about Matt Stone and Trey Parker, which is great. Um, before I had Hulu, they had SouthParkStudios.com. You can go on yeah. SouthParkStudios.com. Every single episode. Every episode. From the day it airs until eternity is up there mm-hmm. for free. free. But not anymore, I guess, because of Hulu. Because right? of Hulu. Yeah. Right. They got rid of it after Hulu, I yeah. believe. Which was it, a shame. In violation always... of the Hulu contract, right. probably. But it, it, it was all available there. But so about two years ago. Really cool they did that, yeah. I, went, I just binged the entire mm-hmm. series, I think, up to season 21. Mm-hmm. I finished through season 21. I have, I've yet to watch season 22. But, it, it you know, it's... It really, <laughs> you really kind of go crazy watching it in that form where you just watch so you watch much every of it. single <laughs> you one. Watch so much wow, of that's it. a lot of self. Yeah, yeah, in in a row. Like, wow. like I, I was really afraid that like it, it had ingrained me so much that I'd be walking down the street and people would be like, "Hey, man, how's it going?" Hey, fuck you, buddy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> go fuck yourself. Uh, but yeah, you know. <laughs> but I, I, it's a show that I've loved and I've respected it for all the same reasons that that Mark has. Like, the, the, these are the reasons why, like. I love the show because Matt Stone and Trey Parker, they are these fuck you type guys where it's like this. And it sounds crazy that these guys with big dick and fart jokes and just with the dirtiest words and Mm -hmm. and foul mouth fourth graders are are guys that have such integrity. Right. Right. They've always fought for they've been very anti-censorship. What's what's crazy is like while making this movie like they were tested, you know, they, they were asked to do things, which we'll get into towards the end, uh, by the studio and stuff like that. And these are guys who have, who have a hit TV show and nothing else. Like that's all they are. They're guys with, with a hit TV show. that's only been on for two seasons mm. and it's very easily could just all go away mm-hmm. by them saying no to the studio heads. And they didn't just say no to the MPAA, to the movie studio, to the, to the producers, to anybody above them. They just said, fuck you yeah. to them. And they never but they knew up- they had something. That yeah. I mean, it was, but it's amazing. They even got to that point where right. they had that kind of power. Well, they yeah. didn't, like they, they didn't did, have that. They power. Just, well, yeah. They could have but, easily, but even able over, to put but. the TV show out on, air in general we'll get into we'll we'll also get into how many times this film had to be submitted to the mpaa (laughs) before it got its r rating so uh rob south park you're um i didn't see it in the theater 
Okay. Uh, I did. I did. I, I actually snuck into it <laughs> by legendary. You know, well, I bought tickets to Wild Wild West and <laughs> snuck in to see. Which it's is very meta because they, they sneak into the movie in the movie, right? right. Yeah. But but that's also the rumor that Wild Wild West's um, didn't have a box office success was from that. Box office success was from kids buying tickets to South Park, bigger, longer, and uncut, and or buying tickets to Wild Wild West and going and seeing bigger, longer. That makes sense. Yeah, and I was one of those kids. I hundred percent did that. My friends. Matt and Andrew, we just went in there and we were like, I used to do that. I mean, not with this movie, but like just, you know, a handful of times, Mm -hmm. maybe. You can't do it anymore with assigned seating at movie theaters. Yeah, you can't. (laughs) Yeah, it's smart. It's smart that he did that. So, all right, but Rob, didn't see the theater. um, I watched, I think, the first season and I'm not a huge big fan. But I absolutely have nothing against the mm-hmm. show either. I, I've never been offended by it. I thought all people in Australia were crass and rude. And oh, like- we, we are. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, we, we grow up drinking, so, yeah. you know, well, you, you get it straight away. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we can start drinking at 18. We got three, we got three <laughs> years in you guys, you know? So, uh, no, but I, uh, I do remember about the time that you said when it came out, I was just finishing high school myself, not, not even starting. I was, because I'm the older one here, but, um, I do remember being with friends watching it and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. they're like, oh, have you watched this this episode? And I've been like, oh, I'm a bit behind. And I just never caught up. And I just never, I never watched it. I will binge, mm-hmm. maybe watch it a couple of times down the line sometime, uh, maybe because of this. But yeah. I've never sort of just sat down to say, oh, it's my weekly show. Mm-hmm. But I do enjoy it when it is on and you can it's one of those ones you can just sit and you can just watch when it is on and you're like did they really just say that right yeah (laughs) how are they getting away with what they just did you know Mm -hmm. and that and that's the way i sort of felt when i did watch this movie a lot Mm -hmm. of the crude style and animation is also how they get by doing a lot of the stuff they do Mm -hmm. because it's it's not realistic you know you could never do any of this (laughs) with a like a live action show or anything like that and get away with it um you know, they one, had a giant douche in one episode. They did, and, and then <laughs> Sausage Party sandwich. did the same thing. Yeah, huh. wait a second. Yeah, the bad guy in Sausage Party it was, was a douche. douche. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. played by Nick Kroll. Oh, I never. Okay, but uh, so just you know, last thing while doing my research for this movie, I watched obviously South Park: Bigger, Longer, and Uncut. Didn't miss a beat. I am still, I'm still pitch perfect with all the sound. <laughs> with all the <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, but on top of that, like I also watched the proposed sequel, which actually wound up being the season eleven finales, episodes ten, eleven, wow, and thirteen. Okay. Yeah, it was 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 the proposed sequel to it. Uh, so we'll get into that towards the end and everything. And then uh, I also watched a bunch of like key episodes that are like just just worth watching. I also watched the. Um, you watch Scott Tennerman must die. Scott Tennerman was one of my that episodes. That is one of the best. Na, 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 made you eat your parents. That's when you this realize, is, this you is why he's evil. that leader. He does all this research. <laughs> um, he sacrifices himself. Mark, sac- Mark, Mark has all the knowledge I have, but didn't do any of this research. He no, had, I, just, he, I just know it. I, <laughs> he had it prior to coming watched, in here. Yeah. Uh, and then on top of that, I watched Six Days to Air. Which, Great documentary. Talking, you know, what me and Mark were talking about. If you ever want to see the process of what it's like to make a TV show and then... Well, this particular TV extrapolate show. Extrapolate multiple amounts of stress on top of it. Because, like, the, the people who are working with them are writers on other shows or have written on other shows or animators who have worked on other shows. Mm-hmm. And they say, there's no one who does this. Yeah. There's no one... It's unheard of. There's no one who comes into work 
on Thursday after an episode has aired and fucks around as much as they do and they do nothing. <laughs> like they do nothing. Yeah. Uh, Eventually and, they write a script. Uh, and then, and then, then, they, and then they, they, they buckle down, they start writing and as they're writing, they're handing things off to the animators and the animators are animating it and storyboarding yeah. it and stuff like that while they're still yeah. writing it. So because it's so cheaply made, it actually adds to the, the right. humor and they get to throw things in yeah. last minute and stuff like that. They have some on. of the most powerful animation programs running to do this anime. <laughs> but because it's it's so simple yeah they're able to do it so quickly uh all the while while they're doing that they are passing their scripts off to off, off to their I, I forget what her title is but she's basically their liaison between them and the mpa legal advisor she's not but she's not even that so she also is someone who does not like the crassness of the show and wishes that they would tone it down at times you could see her in the writing room just being like can we tone this down just a little bit and if she's not happy they know that they're on the right track right. with whatever they're doing <laughs> so this woman then has to go to the mpaa get on the phone with them or whatever the, whatever the equivalent the, is, the, it is for television yeah. and she has to read the script with them read the description of what's supposed to be Probably going on on screen practices. yeah meanwhile so she's sitting there and 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 she's like well no he pulls the bloody tampon out of his ass and then throws it at the child <laughs> it's just words like this that she's saying yeah, to these, her job to these people uh, and they're like okay but are they gonna show the tampon coming out of his ass yeah. like, like that's the, the conversations they have is right just, and yeah. she's so she's this in the in the episode she's describing how kyle is is uh basically human centipede between a japanese man and a woman and he signed the itunes agreement and they, she has to go through describing the japanese man shitting into kyle's mouth <laughs> and, and the motions that he's going to do and Kyle's reaction to it. <laughs> and she's having to describe and this just to doing people. It straight face. And she has to do it straight face. And they actually got through. Yeah. And, it's in the and it's in the episode. So it's like I'm they, intrigued to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's so yeah, six days to air is just this thing that like it, it just shows you the process that these two have where I don't think I like as smart as they are and as great as they are at what they do, there's not a lot of thought that goes <laughs> into well, it. It's it's yeah. a master it's, it's a master stroke now that they've mm. gotten to. But once they, I think it's they work feverishly for that for those six days. For six so days. It's like, it's like they Saturday don't Night off. Live almost. Yeah, it's kind of like yeah. that idea it's, where it's right. Yeah, it's one big clusterfuck right. all that week up leading up to the. And live then remember show. that these two guys, mm. while making the series, have have had a Tony Award winning musical, Book of Mormon. They've also made three. Uh, Movies, South Park, Bigger, Longer, uh, South Park, Bigger, Longer, Uncut, Team America, Team America, World Police, and uh, Basketball came out during the run of South Park. During, yeah. But they didn't make it. They yeah. were just in it, but they still filmed it. And then on top of that, two video games that they had full creative control over with Ubisoft. Yeah. Very the, good games, actually. The Stick of Truth and uh, The Fractured Butthole. Mm. Another another pun mm. where they were trying to, <laughs> to skirt the censors. Another in-your-face title. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, that's these guys that you're mm -hmm. dealing with when, when you get into it. And I think, like, honestly, Jay, if you watched Six Days to Air yeah, before, you you watch the, before you watch the movie or before you watched anything South Park, you'd have a whole lot more respect for, like, Every dirty joke that gets made, <laughs> you'd be like, "Wow, workers that had to go through jokes. three or four different <laughs> I people." I respect the show. Yeah. <laughs> I said that earlier. I did. I do. Also, it's I, cool I that just don't like it. It's cool <laughs> that, um, 
that Trey Parker and Matt Stone are just like college buddies that, you know, they made like this movie in college, Cannibal the Musical, and they've just been, you know, together since then and just making things. And I think that's really cool. They like, must have been know? fun to party with. They have, yeah, <laughs> but they have, they have a great dynamic. You have, yeah. you have Trey Parker, who is pretty much the main writer, or he's, yeah. he's at least a big idea man for everything. For, for this, Matt Stone's more the business guy. Yeah. yeah. And Cannibal the Musical, he wrote all the songs for, um, he, he wrote all the songs for Book of Mormon. For all these, uh, he, he, he's the director, he's the head writer. He, like, when, mm. if you, looked at everything they he both does. do all the voices too right them. they both do all the voice but if you looked at everything he does you'd be like what does matt stone do right mm-hmm. if trey parker does all this what does matt stone but do? he needs to be there uh matt stone's the guy that says fuck you we don't compromise yeah. like that he's the he's is the business i think they guy. both are but i think maybe he keeps trey a little more yeah to that yeah yeah uh, like because when when things were going on when this movie was being made and they're being told to change things it was matt stone who was like Fuck you. Everybody needs a soundboard. Yeah. And especially someone who can be, I mean, he's, he is a, a strong, important factor involved with that. I mean, yeah, you can't be just, them. you know, have Trey by himself. No talking to some random person yeah. about stuff i mean it wouldn't work like, i mean he needs was, his boy matt stone right. to be there with him to, one of the things that like, i was reading was it was something that was going on in one of the video games and like trey parker was about to like just give up and give in to the ratings board for video games and just say fine whatever and matt stone was like no fuck no and he gets on and he like writes this long ass email out and he sends it off and he's just you know he, he's he's like i just fuck it i just tell him fuck it like we'll fucking burn the whole thing to the fucking ground if they say no like and that's the type of guy he is and he mm-hmm. like when their balls are put to the fire they put the other people's balls to the fire and they're like <laughs> yeah. all right well they stick to their guns yeah. because they know that this makes money and that's really what it all comes down to that's what it comes down right? to right yeah. and and believe me if if or for, ratings or whatever, you know, which reason, means money. <laughs> for, I think they have more respect for the audience. Like it's, you know, it's like we don't the, compromise. The ratings like, board is looking at it from one angle, but they're looking at it from like, okay, but this is funny. Sure. Like this is a, an original idea. Like why can't we just do? I it? wouldn't be you surprised know? if for any reason there was ever a crackdown on on censorship and stuff like that on television that they said, "Fuck it, we're not doing it anymore." <clears throat> they probably would just quit. At yeah, that point, we're, yeah. We're, we're we're not. That's the not reason they're still us. doing the show mostly is because that the comedy, comedy Central has just given them com- almost complete freedom at this point i mean they still mm. have to answer to some people but it's like you know they, they made that network so just yeah just make the it fact that they're still there it's like all right you, how many episodes do you want to do this season oh okay whatever just like, six yeah, fine okay sure six okay. <laughs> you know, they, they pretty much have the run in it and that's because they did run their business that way and i think they ran it really smartly so sure, yeah let's get into talk about this actual movie yeah let's we, talk about the movie spent a whole shit. long time here <laughs> uh we're gonna do this a little differently normally we we go through movie talk about like our favorite bits and shit mm. like that uh i think it's gonna be a lot more or, you know singing, yeah, <laughs> yeah. singing. we're gonna sing for sure i mean me and mark are going to sing but <laughs> i uh, try to hold back <laughs> uh it's gonna go a lot better i think if we talk about the movie and then mark steps in and peppers in the stuff that he knows and stuff and we'll get all of our facts and behind the scenes stuff as we talk about the film rather than saving it all Sick. for the end because I, like that. Uh, I think with this it, it really it really requires uh yeah. that that level of, of of jumping in on and then at the end we'll save the end for just a little bit of wrap up on south park and then uh, we'll get into our next category. So let's get into South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut. Hell. 
sun is shining and the grass is green under the three feet of snow i mean this is a day when it's hard to wear a frown oh, the all the happy, happy people stop to say hello get out of my way even though the temperature's low <laughs> uh so very good and we're gonna stop right there yeah for, for now we're gonna stop mm. yeah. that is how the movie starts it opens up with the uh classic disney opening musical yeah, scene what cool thing they do uh very indiana jones and this was an homage to indiana jones and everything steven spielberg did was every time they show the paramount logo it turns into the mountain so if you remember in indiana jones uh raiders of the lost ark it turns into the mm. mountain that's in uh that's yeah. in south america and so every time they they did it it would turn into in, in, into the scenery and that's what they did here too. Just a, it's a little, little fun nod to something that they respect. And you're going to see a lot of those like little nods like through throughout this thing yeah. where like you. Can well, the opening musical is a nod to uh, I think it's Beauty and the Beast. It's Beauty she and the Beast. An opening song where she walks, walks, dances through the town and right. yeah. sings about everyone and yeah. yeah. Uh, my my favorite joke is that uh, when when Bell is just like uh, there goes the bread maker uh, with the bread he wants to sell, same as like every day, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Fuck you, bitch! This is my job. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's my fucking job." Yeah, but, yeah. and it, it kind of introduces you to all the characters right. as he's going through. He picks up each one, and each one has their own verse in the song and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and lets you know what this movie's going to be so about. Even if you had never seen the show before, it's interesting. Like you would actually be fine, probably. Yeah, watching just this just, movie, just yeah. jumping into it. Yeah, because you you can already tell that they kind Car- of introduce everyone cartman's yeah. an asshole like right the, yeah. the first time <laughs> you get that right off the bat you meet cartman's like man, the door. <laughs> man. and <laughs> he's, yeah. he's a fat kid who's eating cheesy poos refuse <laughs> to answer his door coming on <laughs> and uh so the whole point of the of the first act of the film is seeing terrence and philip the movie which they accomplish very quickly yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, Mr. Bump, if you want the five bucks to go buy your booze, then you're going to get us the tickets to the Terrence and Phillip movie. <laughs> yeah. Because they actually don't really curse or anything like that but until until they see the movie. Until right? they see the yeah. movie. Right. So it's almost like their origin story. I guess. So 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 they, they go see the Terrence and Phillip movie and they- Almost like a pun joke on themselves. 100%. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Right? That's what the whole thing is. 100%. Yeah. Like, they are- the Jay, the entire guys. movie's about <laughs> censorship. Dave literally well, snuck oh, sure. into this movie. Yeah. <laughs> and I did. I did snuck <laughs> into this movie because uh, I was uh, 12 when yeah. this movie came out. So 12 or 13. So uh, <laughs> one of no my favorite lines of that scene? song is, um, off to the movies we shall go where we learn everything that we know. Because like that's that's kids. Yeah. yeah. You know, our parents don't didn't talk to us when we were kids. what our parents don't have time to say. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So it, it's it it it's literally a movie that is about that, and that's the perfect place for it to start. But it's also poking fun at like you know parents should be parents and actually like pay attention to what their kids are doing. And I think by the end of the movie, I'm sure we're going to get there, but that's kind of what the message is a little bit. You know, it's like maybe maybe you shouldn't let these movies raise your kids. You know, maybe you shouldn't let TV shows raise your kids. You know, I think right. that's kind of what they're there's saying. a lesson there. There's a little bit of a lesson. There's a little yeah. bit of a lesson. It's just hidden under a lot of fucking <laughs> <dick> <laughs> a lot of poop jokes, jokes and so fart much jokes. And, uh, and Terrence and Philip the movie obviously is all is fart just jokes. All fart jokes. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, exactly and what it is. <laughs> some of the insults that are in the Terrence and Philip movie I still use to this day. There are times where I will get mad enough and I'll hang up the phone and stuff like it's usually when I'm talking to someone who like usually a bill collector and I go god you fucking donkey raping shit eater. <laughs> Donkey suck my balls. <laughs> right. Ass ramming cockmaster. <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting one. Yeah. 
<laughs> and these are all the things that they that the kids are learning and they pick up. They start repeating it. Yeah, they start in repeating school. it in, in, in school. school yeah. But the best is after they go see the movie before they've even gone to school, they go to Stark's Pond where all the kids are are skating, and we get to meet Gregory, the mm-hmm. the, the little little fucked hard from uh, this, uh, yeah yeah <laughs> the little politically charged new character yeah. who Wendy's in love with. Uh, you know they, they go there, and my favorite thing is like Cartman's just like yes yes I saw the Terrence and Philip movie. Who wants to touch me? <laughs> I said it was to fucking touch me. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and then Butters touches them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Matt Stone and Trey Parker said that one of their biggest regrets was not making Butters a major character sooner mm-hmm. in yeah. the series so that they could make him a larger part of, of movie. this movie yeah. because uh, they love Butters. He's there. Right. But, he's there, yeah. But sure. he's he's just not he's just not a flushed out character. He's just one of the kids yeah. in the background. You know, it's well, not until later seasons that they start flushing out kids like Token yeah. and Tweak and and Timmy and all that, yeah. And like, like we said, this was so early on in the the life of the show that it's like they didn't even have that as many characters, you know. I mean, right. they weren't weren't working. And they didn't have all the the famous ones either. Yeah, and like I a mean, lot of characters that would go on to become like infamous characters, like they didn't even ha- they hadn't even appeared yet. So yeah. But I like that it's kind of centered on just the four kids mostly because that's pretty. pretty yeah, much well, what it's I about. mean, yeah, I, you know, well, big they, gay Al's in there, and you know, you got have some of the other. I'm super. In there, but, thanks for um, asking. And I like that Terrence and Philip are featured in it because I think that's always been their big joke with them with those characters. It's like, they, all right, you want just fart jokes? That's what you think South Park is. All right, this is just this fart is jokes. this is just yeah. fart jokes. This is exactly that is what, what that would be. This would yeah. actually be. So. Uh, we did once get a full episode of Terrence and Philip uh, when oh, no, we were supposed me. to get the reveal of who Car. Hartman's father yeah. was and uh, they, they went on a mid-season break mm-hmm. they came back like months <laughs> later and instead of telling you this who Cartman's, them, who Cartman's uh, father was you find out that you're just going to get a whole episode of Terrence and Philip. Yep. <laughs> and people were pissed people were pissed uh, I, I, I love it yeah. I actually went back and watched that episode not that too long ago great. it's a great episode <laughs> Uh, so anyway, the kids go into school, and of course they start cursing in class. <laughs> What's the big fucking deal, right. man? <laughs> Not so hitting anybody. The, uh... Look, fuck, very fuck, fuck, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> so that doesn't go over well. And they get sent to the counselor, Mr. Mackey. How would you like to suck my balls? Okay. I'm sorry. What did you say? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, Mr. Garrison. What I meant to say was, uh, how would you like to suck my balls, Mr. Garrison? <laughs> <laughs> that was too good. <laughs> <laughs> Just pulls out the no effects on that. Yeah. You know, that was all Dave. That was. So, <laughs> he, so he goes. To the, they do go to to the principal's office, and this is the first time. Which is, it's the kids have now seen Terrence and Philip multiple times. The entire school has seen Terrence. To felt multiple times, and this is the first time the parents are finding out. They finally found out, yeah, that they are seeing Terrence Felt, mm-hmm. which is probably days or weeks after they've seen it, and it's already warped their fragile little <laughs> that minds. That movie has warped my fragile little mind. Yeah, <laughs> so they have to go into rehab, which is led by Mr. Mackey, which is where we get. I don't know if it's my favorite song, but it is. It's a good one. Of, one. one of my favorite songs in the movie. Uh, we skipped over Uncle Fucker, we did skip but Uncle Fucker. but Uncle Fucker, it's, it's that speaks for itself. Yeah, it really. speaks for itself. Yeah. You know, Uncle Fucker, <laughs> that's Uncle Fucker. you, you. N-C-L-E, fuck you, Uncle Fucker! Suck my balls. Um, so, <laughs> but yeah, uh, you know. So then, Mr. Mackey, it's the yeah. timing of it all. He comes up. He comes up with this with this great idea to teach the children through song, and you know, he tells them that they don't have to curse. They can substitute their naughty words for for 
other words. So step one, instead of ass, say buns, like kiss my buns or your buns hole. Step two, instead of shit, say poo, as in bull poo, poo head, and this poo is cold. Step three, with bitch drop the C, cause bitch is Latin for generosity. Step four, don't say fuck anymore, cause fuck is the worst word that you can say. So just use the word okay. You could do it. It's all up to you. Okay. Okay. You don't have Ooh. to. You don't have to spend your lives oh, addicted oh, to smack. Okay. Homeless on the streets giving hand jobs for crack. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, very catchy. Very, very catchy, catchy song. It's one of the most catchy songs. <laughs> that, that, in the movie. And that's to be said about the whole film. Like the the songs are so catchy. Yeah, but you're like, saying the most you, vile stuff. But you, you are. You're, you're, they, they're like you can hum along with them. <laughs> but then when you're saying the words, you're like, but uh, that's okay. Hand jobs for crack. Yeah. And but, Uncle fucker. I'm like, that's one of the brilliance of of like Trey Parker being such a big broadway fan and stuff like that when he writes all these yeah. songs is that he makes it, it he actually if, writes good songs right yeah. if these weren't the words that were being used if the if, melody could be used for yeah, something the else, melody yeah. could be used for something else like you could probably have a tony award-winning oh he does have a tony yeah. award-winning oh, musical yeah. so yeah he is that good that's why this yeah. they're so catchy it's why they're so memorable he's a very yeah talented uh songwriter i had this album like i oh, lit- yeah, i literally had this album oh. and it also had a b-side to it which was all the mm-hmm. celebrities oh, right, doing yeah. it so this was going on in your car yeah all the time no not in my car i was 12 <laughs> this is in headphones this is oh. in headphones so the parents couldn't hear it yeah. yeah but you know you <laughs> You got uh, you had the South Park TV series, yeah. uh, you know, album which had like "Bullet in Your Bubble Goose" for, with uh, uh, the chef, the chef album, the, right, right, which was with, she- um, but that chocolate was chocolate salty balls. Wyclef yeah. Jean did that song. Yeah. Yeah, Catch yeah. a bullet in your oh, bubble yeah, yeah. goose. Good. Busta Rhymes did a song. I like, that, yeah. yeah, that was it was a good album. Yeah, I remember it back in the day. It was good <laughs> stuff. Prodigy was on there. Rancid. Oh yeah. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> uh, they. Their reward for making it through rehab is they get to go and they go and they see the Terrence and Philip movie yet again. And on their way out, they talk about how Terrence lighting his farts on fire is fucking bullshit. There's no way that Terrence would ever be able to light his fucking farts on fire. And he, Cartman, there's Kenny, 10 bucks that he doesn't have to, that, that he can't do it. Kenny does it, catches on fire, and he dies. <laughs> Cartman's reaction is the best. Ah, shit! Ah, shit! He's on fire! He's beating him with a stick. <laughs> and then he's like, ah, shit! Stick's on fire! <laughs> and then, of course, the ambulance comes to pick up Kenny, runs him over, backs him over. They throw him in. And uh, you get the cameo of George, George Clooney, Clooney here yep. as the uh, yeah. as the doctor. He was on, in, the in the show as well as the voice of the dog, Sparky. S- Sparky the dog, who goes to Big Gay Al's uh, Big Gay Preserve. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> big Gay Animal Preserve for gay animals. Uh, and he, he was such a big fan of the early seasons of the show that... George Clooney was like, yeah, I'll do a voice for it. And Matt Stone and Trey Parker are the assholes they are. And they, they, they trolled him so much that they were like, no, you're just going to be a dog. <laughs> so the entire recording session, he just had to go, bark, bark. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Because yeah. he played Sparky the dog. They uh, uh, they made Jay Leno a cat actually. Yes, Cartman's yeah. cat. Yeah. <laughs> so they used to do. See, they would do stuff like that just like to fuck with people. But you know, it's but it's like, because it shows something like, about those people that they want to do it. They would too, still want to do it, right? There is it because they would always dog, be like, oh, the know? Simpsons had this celebrity on this week. You know, it's like we're just gonna make George Clooney act like a dog and like, right. You know, that's just and it became. Like an honor almost yeah. after a while. They kind of stopped doing like it. Like other yeah. celebrities they, were no, like, yeah, they, what they, animal are you going to give me? Or like, what kind of stupid character are you going to give me? <laughs> but but it, it was that so was, cool just to be, like, a, be a part of the show. But like Mark said, sure. that was their way of thumbing their nose at The Simpsons, where it's like, guest star of the week is so-and-so. Well, fuck you. We're not, we don't even care to yeah, the guest like, star. We're not like, going like, to showcase whoever right. the celebrity is. Yeah. yeah. Like, And then, of course, when they actually have a celebrity on, like a real celebrity, it's not this. That's it's like, oh, yeah, remember that dog that was painting? That's him. Like Tom Cruise legit got pissed because his 
right. like the episode they're naming in front of him. It was about it's all called Tom come out of the closet. Like, yeah, and he was definitely oh, not right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember that controversy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tom Cruise wanted to sue, and they've been so many people have tried to sue them and mm. never get through because it's a parody. They're bulletproof. No. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a parody. You can't sue for. And a, they have a good defamation. lawyer apparently, <laughs> right? Because like, so for it to be defamation, defamation, it means that it has to be slanderous and untrue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the fact is, they either have to admit that it's slanderous and untrue, uh, which which is fine, but they also have to prove that it's not a parody, that it's not like, which is why like SNL can get away with making fun of people and stuff too, because yeah. it's a parody, it's not right. real, so it doesn't leave people to believe that it's real, despite the fact that it could have real ramifications on people and mm-hmm. make them very upset. But <laughs> that yeah. doesn't matter. But still, it's, it's free speech, and that's it's why free speech, right? And but um, hence what this entire movie is about. <laughs> right, exactly. So yeah, going back to that, so. Uh, you know, we talked about the part with where where we are now. The movie where they come out of the movie, um, Cartman gets Kenny to light a fart on fire, and Kenny dies. Now, Kenny dying obviously was like a huge thing in the show at this point. Um, he so died the, every episode. Yeah, every, every episode, episode he would yeah. die. They eventually dropped that, but at this point, it was still a huge part of the show. Um, so I like how they worked it into the movie, and I like that it actually became a, a, a plot big, point. A big plot point, yeah. yeah, because you know Kenny gets sent to hell, uh, which is actually a really cool sequence that right. they did. And then, and it's also the only song not written by Trey Parker. Right. Uh, well, that was it's, um, it's performed by James Hetfield, and you know, little boy, you're going yeah. to hell. Which is funny because Trey Parker will do that voice sometimes, like in a humorous way. So I thought that was Trey. But Parker. he got James Hetfield to do it, it's and actually him. Okay. it's actually the only yeah. song that's in the film that. That doesn't appear on the album so, uh, so anyway but yeah so kenny goes to hell and on um, his way down he meets he sees uh <laughs> he sees mean? he sees hitler who's giving one of his speeches uh and then he comes across uh george burns hey fuck face you yeah. seen gracie, seen gracie. <laughs> and then gandhi right gandhi's there. and then gandhi's yeah. there uh and then he, he he lands in hell and one of my favorite jokes of this and it is a fart joke is that there's like this fiery <laughs> oh, hell demon right, flying yeah. through the air and kenny's like holy shit dude like looking around in his voice like and you just hear yeah. as, a, just a little, as a demon is just flying a around, fart, yeah. just 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 a, a fiery fart comes out of its ass, and it just goes off, and then the scene changes. And that's it. <laughs> but this is where we get introduced to to Satan. hell and Satan. And at the beginning of the movie, when they were doing the the opening song, um, we do hear over the uh, over the the news that it's been two weeks since Saddam Hussein has been killed by a ravaging pack of wolves, and the world is not happier to be rid of him. You know, uh, and he ended up in hell, and now that he's in hell, he is making it with Satan. Him and Satan yes. are an item; they are together; they are a couple, and uh, it's just absolutely but great. Saddam Hussein's totally just using Satan, though. I mean, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. totally messed up. Actually, I going really, back to the Kenny thing, though, real quick, wasn't yeah. this like one of the first times where we really like hear? Can he speak more well, than in the series? That's at the, the end series? of the movie. They actually, he takes his hood off. Yeah. yeah. It's actually Mike Judge's voice. Uh, okay. It is Mike Judge. Yeah. 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 No, so. Uh, so Kenny is now in hell and he gets wrapped up in this storyline between Saddam using Satan to to get him back to Earth where, yeah. where, where Saddam can rule and Satan is, is this very affectionate gay man who 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 loves this man but yeah. is also recognizing that he's being taken for a ride and stuff and he confides in this small child yeah. and tells him everything it's actually sort of like a oddly heartwarming it is story like and kind of, and yeah. uh, it's satan's song is one, one of my of favorite songs, songs yeah, yeah. up there there's yeah. so much room Which where babies like a, burp and flowers bloom. I think that's a Little Mermaid reference, yes. actually. Yeah, up there. So they were referencing up these where like, the skies are ocean blue. <laughs> it's funny they were referencing these, you know, huge Disney musical movies because, because obviously, like, 
you know, I think Trey Parker has talked about this, but he's obviously influenced influenced by those oh, yeah. movies but, because they are like they are well written songs. But if you like, are making you know, like an R rated like naughty animated film, of course you're going to want to parody yeah. those things as well because you're trying to to attract the the audience that would get that joke that would that, well, that would that would want to laugh. Also, there was a notion, of, you know, I think it was around this time this movie came out that any animated movie had to be a musical, right? Because um, if you look back to that time it's like every single animated movie was a musical yeah um but i think trey parker being a fan of musicals i think he wanted this to be a musical and i think he took that as like an opportunity to make something really you know really worthwhile and i think he did and then back up on the surface now that kenny is dead the parents are now uh, know that the kids have again seen the terrence and philip movie and they are now going to be going and being grounded while sheila brofloski who is uh kyle's mom is pissed kyle's mom she starts uh isn't she a big fat bitch yeah she's a big fat bitch yeah. too. Yeah. yeah she starts uh mac mothers against canada and uh she she in perfect sheila brofloski well we didn't way. mention that but Terrence and Philip are Canadian. So Terrence and Philip are the, Canadian. Yeah, we, we should mention also- With their beady little eyes and the flappy heads. I resent that, ma'am. You're a racist. You're a racist, ma'am. You're a racist, ma'am. Can it's I finish? It's- can I finish? <laughs> Please, can I finish? I'm finished. I'm finished. Um, <laughs> it's interesting because they never- I love that part. In the show and in the movie, they never specify- if there's if Terrence and Philip are supposed to be cartoon characters or actual people, no, I, like, I think clearly in this, they're supposed to be actual. They're supposed people to be actual this, people, but, like, which this is also where the notion of Ike being adopted comes from, and that he's right, Canadian because he looks like a football. Because yeah, because because <laughs> he has beady little As eyes and a flappy right, head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she wages this war on Canada. Somehow gets everybody in the country to to go along with her, and we get the great song "Blame Canada," which is really like the temple song nominated. It's a temple song of the movie. It's Oscar nominated, and at the Oscars, it was performed by none other than the legendary Robin, Robin Williams. Williams. Um, and I believe, if I remember right, they had to cut it. No, no, they, it's, it's I don't think so. No, I they watched censored it on YouTube. It. They had to censor. Well, some he things. he comes out with tape over his mouth, which is kind of like yeah. Just yeah. A big Blame thing. Canada, but um, Blame Canada. They, they censor yeah. some of the words in it, right. but it's it's there you for all their hockey hullabaloo YouTube. and that bitch and Murray too. <laughs> Blame Canada. It's a good performance. Yeah, yeah. they're not even a real country anyway. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and then the it. whole like, uh, marching band comes out. Yes. Like, Marble Candy could have been a doctor or a lawyer. It's a true. Instead, he burned up like a piggy oh. on a barbecue. Yeah. It's a good song. <laughs> should we blame the government? Should we blame the child? Or should we blame the doctors who allowed him to expire? Heck no. Blame Canada. <laughs> if you're going to nominate a song, I guess that one makes sense because it's not like the most you know vulgar right most, but it's also most it's outright vulgar. it's also the big charge song yeah like, it's like this is the beginning of the second act right, of the movie right. blame canada this is yeah. where like everything really starts it's the, it's the middle of the movie it's where everything starts taking off mm-hmm. and this is where sheila brofloski gets pretty much the entire world uh, against canada for terrence and philip and they use conan o'brien to capture <laughs> poor conan to, to capture terrence and philip and when matt stone and trey parker were on the late late show I actually saw that yeah. with conan o'brien this is the clip they brought i remember to that. show I him definitely remember that, when yeah. they're like you know you bring a clip to promote your movie yeah so they bring the clip of him turning terrence and philip in and then regretting it so much <laughs> that he jumps out the window and yeah. kills himself <laughs> and they brought that to conan o'brien on the conan o'brien show <laughs> I love it. Yeah, actually, uh, I have a feeling that exactly what Conan would have done. He would just sat there silently. Yeah, just that's pausing. pretty much what he did. Yep. 
Yeah, so one of my favorite jokes is also here. Conan's overrated. <laughs> one of my favorite jokes is is also here, where uh, Brooke Shields is a guest on there, and they bring Terrence and Philip in, and they're talking about Terrence and Philip fart humor and stuff like that. And B- Brooke Shields just like it's dead quiet, and she goes, "I farted once on the set of Blue Lagoon," and it he pauses for like five seconds, and then Philip just slaps her. <laughs> Doesn't even say anything. <laughs> I just always love that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't that know why. It, it cracks me up. Uh, but so now, now Sheila has everybody against Canada. The kids are are now reeling for the fact that Kyle's mom is just a big fat fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, we get a great Cartman song, which is actually a refrain song yeah, from like a, earlier in the series. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like a re, uh, remix of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, where where do they get to? All oh, the kids around the world yeah. and make a bit of something it like this. And of course, we get uh, Has that being worked out. Was that actual without not not the the Chinese one, of course, but like the ones in the different languages where oh, they actually sing it? Yes, yes. Uh, oh, they they okay. they they did actually. I think they did some consulting on language and and it being correct okay. for for this. Uh, I believe it, but uh, <laughs> oh, their attention to detail, yeah. I believe it as well. Yeah. It's also one of the few times we get to see South Park character fingers because uh, South Park oh. characters all have mittens on, so they don't actually have fingers. But at the end of the song, Cartman jazz hands. And we see all five of his little digits yeah. there. Jazz hands in for everybody. <laughs> uh, <laughs> She's a big, fat, fucking bitch. I really mean Kyle's mom, bitch. Yeah, she's standing right, right behind him. <laughs> what? Ah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so the government takes Cartman in, and he gets a V-chip implanted inside of his head. A V-chip is what allows a child to, to anytime he goes to speak an obscenity, he gets shocked. And I love it. And it's like, say doggy, doggy. Say pillow, pillow. Say big floppy donkey dick. <laughs> <laughs> and that was a now V chip was like a parody of. Was it actually called a V chip in a TV? In I a TV, a, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. If, I don't think that exists anymore. But at the time, um, yeah, that was a big thing. It was the way they censored. Parents could control television. what their kids watch. Yeah. yeah so so uh, it, again, they are sticking it right to censorship, and that's you know what this entire again they put it literally in his brain. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so now the the Canadians are going to be going to war against the United States, and they're going to. Put Terrence and Philip to death at a fabulous USO oh, show. Yeah. Well, no, I, I think it's funny as well that the Canadians, the the, the damage they do is they uh, they, they bomb the Baldwin's. They, they bomb the, the Baldwin's. Yeah, <laughs> that's like, their act of war. The US yeah. does carpet bombing, but you know, sudden strikes on the Baldwin's. That's it. That's <laughs> yeah, a declaration of war. There. Don't yeah. don't don't mess with our. Uh, I know earlier iterations of the script had them bombing other people. I'm sure. And for some reason, Matt Stone and Trey Parker thought that it was prevalent for them to bomb the Baldwins. I don't know why, but I know that there's, I know that there was, there was other prominent families that were supposed to be bombed. Family, different members and stuff Mm. like that. I mean, that's always Hollywood institution. So definitely. Um, but anyway, so, so that now they're, they're going to war and the kids feel that since they are the ones that got in trouble and started Sheila Broflowski on this whole mission against Terrence and Phillip, it falls on them to the duty to, to Rescue Terrence and Philip from the fabulous USO show. <laughs> That's where they form La Resistance. La Re- though you may die, La Resistance lives on. And they, so Stan will. Act, so Stan actually gets to um, tell them you have punch and pie. <laughs> Stan, you know, trying to win over Wendy and trying to yeah! act like he's political and stuff. Uh, he I forms this group. It's because 
she's political and stuff. Exactly. And he, so if they form this group, uh, La Resistance. Well, I and can be political too. They uh, try to infiltrate the USO show. And that's when they meet Zimol. Zimol. Who is one of, always one of my favorite characters when I, for some reason when this came out, like me and my friends would just quote the mole all the time. We also skipped over Cartman's mom being a German Shiza video. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, that, that, one, that did happen. Yeah. Unscheiße. You tell me if you're in a German yeah. shot. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> you tell me if you're in a German shot video, right? <laughs> and can we talk he's about... Really, he's really just an insecure little child. <laughs> really I want to talk about, for a second, Cartman's voice in this, because um, you know, the show has changed so much. If, this is the old voice. If this is the old Cartman voice, if you watch the show now, Cartman sounds nothing like this at all. This was his more like, oh, I'm a husky kind of kid like voice, like... Yeah. But now it's like it completely to, different. Or, yeah. Originally, it was eh, 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 and, it's an asshole. Like. <laughs> and and now and and now there's a little bit more refinement to it because he's in like fifth or sixth grade yeah. now in the show. You know, well, now it's a little watch, I think he just I think his voice just evolved. Like you know, yeah. If you watch like old episodes of like The Simpsons or you know things like that, like you'll see they sound differently and stuff like that. Oh, so. they definitely do. So yeah. um, especially if you go back and watch like the Tracy Ullman show, it almost sounds like there's oh, like yeah, a delay when they like were Walter talking. Matho. Yeah. yeah <laughs> of uh, so <laughs> so yes, they do find out that uh, Cartman's mom was in a German shy's a video uh they, they they do get all the kids to rally behind it behind la resistance and uh gregory takes over la resistance as soon yeah. as he gets in there uh the love interest of wendy which pisses stan off and stan's <laughs> like no we're gonna rescue terrence and philip yeah. so they go meet the mole and the mole is i guess he, he's just a nihilist right like yeah, pretty much yeah. yeah uh fuck your fucking god yeah <laughs> God, where was God when my mother stabbed me in the heart with a coat hanger while I was still in the womb? He's a very dark, disturbed <laughs> character. You must shut off the alarm. They're God dogs. Shit. I fucking hate God dogs. <laughs> and uh, that's uh, so they get they get to the fabulous USO show. And I can't I can't keep saying it in the way I was. <laughs> uh, He's Snacky's most okay. <laughs> We also skipped over that uh, all Canadians that are living on U.S. soil oh, yeah. were being put into death camps. Did we say death camps? <laughs> we mean happy camps, where they will get the the, the greatest of dental of, of of medical treatment, and they just show like a Canadian guy get a tooth ripped out and blood spraying everywhere. Uh, that was originally a much longer scene. They were going to go very deep into oh, really? into what it was like to for for the uh, Canadians to be in there, and there was even a plot where the kids were going to break the Canadians out, and it was it was a lot of Auschwitz uh, uh. symbolism that they were going to do and a lot of like the uh well, they hinted the, the, the japanese internment camps that were yeah. going on here in america right. during world war ii because that happened like that we did, did that happen. yeah uh we we did that uh yeah. but anyway uh <laughs> they, the mpaa was like fuck no <laughs> like that no. one they they, they atrocities won, of war <laughs> yeah and they're like all right but you're cool with us with operation get behind the darkies and they're oh, like yeah. yeah well yeah because <laughs> the mpa is racist <laughs> like i really feel like matt stone and trey parker were like all right we can't show canadians being tortured uh during a time of war but we can put in a joke where we have every you know mm. united states military man getting behind all the black soldiers and a George and R. R. Binks joke too yes time. Some of people's are gonna die, <laughs> which was uh, when the one, movie came out. When uh, this was Phantom several Menace weeks after Phantom Menace yeah. had come out, and uh, they actually like Matt Stone and Trey Parker were like they wanted to fit topical yeah. jokes in, so they left some things open for them to just go back like, in uh, just before release to add them in. Just like six days to air, they were kind of doing the same yeah. same type of thing. Yeah. So they uh, so the kids go on their trip. Uh, Cartman is supposed to shut off the alarm. He fails to shut off the alarm because his V chip is 
starts to malfunction. He sees the ghost of Kenny, right? Because he sees the ghost of Kenny, yeah. right? Who is trying to warn them that if the blood of Terrence and Philip, uh, 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 that <laughs> if <laughs> the blood of Terrence and Philip is spilt, it will complete the the seventh sign, well, the seventh seal, and uh, hell will be unleashed upon the Bad earth. Bad things are going to happen. Wait, if I can interject here. Yes. My favorite song has already happened by this time, and that, that is one? the Brian Boitano. Oh, yeah. What we, would Brian Boitano do? Exactly. That's where the kids decide that they are going to exactly. help parents and family. I love yeah. that song. I, I, yeah. I have no idea who Brian Boitano is. <laughs> did you look him up? He's a United, he's United States Olympic video. skater. Yeah. Who and did a song, triple axle. Yeah. That song <laughs> was actually- <laughs> That song is a callback While to- While wearing a blindfold. <laughs> that song is a callback to uh, not the first, not the very first um, Christmas video they did, but the nope. second one. Yeah, it was one of their videos um, before the, the show very, even before started. Before there was even a South Park show, they did a South Park video, and Brian Boitano was it was featured in that. So it's kind of like a callback to that. Yeah. The song now, wasn't in there. Has, I, I didn't look this up at all, but has he ever mentioned- I He loves he, it. Yeah, he, he, loves, he actually he loves likes it. it, I think. Okay. Yeah. So that's a good thing. That is a good thing. <laughs> I mean, it's a, you know- Well, they don't make a, fun yeah, of him pretty, per se. In terms of like, Brad Boitano went to the air three thousand. Yeah. Actually, it's saying he's pretty much like an amazing. Guy, <laughs> yeah, guess, yeah. They they so. they probably build him up to something much more than he really ever was. Because yeah. I'd never heard of him before this. Of course, right. he beat up Kubla Khan, but Brad Boitano doesn't <laughs> take shit from anybody. <laughs> we did forget that. It's one. funny because you you. I mean, you you guys were singing and not me, but you expect him to say anyone, but it yeah. says anybody. <laughs> anybody yeah. yeah. Yeah, it adds that little bit extra where it's like, yeah. it's right, these are kids singing, so exactly. it's just bad enough. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, now they go to get um they go to get Terrence and Philip out. Eric fails to shut off the shut off the alarm. So the mole gets killed by fucking guard dogs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he dies and he spits blood at mm. standing Very Kyle's dramatic face. ending. Very dramatic ending for him. Uh, here I come, God. He you sings. fucking rat. You rat yeah. bastard, you took me. Fuck you, God. There's a <laughs> Of La Resistance, yeah. yes, and then uh, so it, this is the fabulous U.S. show, oh show, mm. and of course this is where we get the Winona Ryder, Winona Ryder and her ping pong ball trick. Where, the, where that came from? But. So where that came from was Winona Ryder was really supposed to be firing ping pong balls out of her vagina, and <laughs> wait, they graphically showed it. Wait, and, in, wait, they were going to have her really do that? Well, no, they were going to have the cartoon version. Oh, of her oh really? Right, 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 okay. uh, and they, they so they graphically showed it, and the MPAA was like, no. <laughs> Secretly, what they did was to get more stuff into the film. Mm -hmm. They actually put that in there because they knew the MPAA yeah. would be like okay. no to that. Right. But all right. But well, maybe they'll accept maybe something else. on like some See, of the other smart. stuff. Yeah. So yeah. maybe it wasn't something that was really going to ever actually right. happen. There was a lot of things but they that they said, I'm going to do this. Right. Oh, but if I can't do this, then you have to fall mm -hmm. back on this. Right. So so they. It's all negotiating. Yeah. They Because they had to submit this movie so many times to the MPAA, there was actually tons of scenes that they threw in there just because mm -hmm. they knew the MPA yeah. would flag it but maybe let something else right. go like something they actually wanted now, right. is this before or after Wyona was like Winona Ryder this, yeah. is, this is after this after is shoplifting and stuff yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. 99 yeah. yeah this is after shoplifting and stuff uh, and then we get Big Gay Owls fucking uh, song that's a great song too because uh, Stan and Kyle have to cause a distraction that will allow them all to sneak up and mm. rescue Terrence and Philip. so they get Big Gay Al to sing and I'm super thanks for asking bombs are flying people are dying Texaco's spilling cancer is killing but I'm fine how are you I'm super thanks for asking it's all about him wearing a very lovely hat 
Yeah. <laughs> the song's all about him. Uh, I thought you were going to say, uh, don't wearing, you think I wearing, look cute in he, this hat? Don't you see his penis? You see his dick. Okay. You, do you see his see dick, dick at the end. Yeah. yeah. He drops, he, he drops his pants and shows his dick. And man. Big gay Al's got to see that on the big screen, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm, wow. <laughs> he's, he's got, he's, he's got a little gay yeah. penis, but he's, Ooh. he's still big gay Al. Ooh. Um, <laughs> Terrence and Philip uh, eventually get out just as the Canadians are attacking and they start bombing everything. And chef has a brilliant pan- plan to, uh, thwart Operation Get Behind the Darkies because like the dumb whiteies that the U.S. government was, they told them that they were going to be getting behind them. So at the count of three, chef and all the other black soldiers, just ducked. Get out of the way. <laughs> Just got out of the way. And everyone gets gets blown up. Um, but it all comes to an end when everyone thinks that that it's over, the, the battle. And Sheila Broflowski is the one who confronts it Terrence and Philip. Shoots them, yeah. Yeah. And shoots them in the head when the uh when, when the general refuses to, because I mean they're just dick and fart jokes, yeah. and they're they're kind of funny. <laughs> so she but gets she sheds off. the blood, the Canadian blood. Yeah, she said she sheds the blood, bringing Satan and Saddam up along with Kenny. Yeah, uh, and Saddam has his plans on destroying South Park and ruling the world. And it's at this point that Cartman's V chip just goes malfunction, absolutely apeshit, and he realizes that the guns can't kill the demons, but his V chip electrical charges can. And <laughs> he has his Pokemon moment. <laughs> no, he has a, a Dragon Ball Z moment. Oh, very Dragon top- Ball Z. I'm sorry. Very Dragon topical. Catch your references. That's what I'm sorry. Whoa, for I don't want, I don't want to do so. Whoa. <laughs> so don't come after me. Uh, Cartman don't finds out that the more he curses, the the more powerful it is. So his string of obscenities is absolutely great, oh, and it, it, ends it ends with in <laughs> Barbara Streisand. Yeah, and it, it, it ends with, God damn it, motherfucking piece of shit, frozen, bloody, tampon, tampon popsicles, Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand. <laughs> because Trey Parker and Matt notoriously hate Barbara Streisand. Yeah. For some reason. For some reason, yeah. In, in the fir- it was the first or second season, there's... Uh, uh, Mecha there's Streisand. Was Mecha Streisand. Season, yeah. but, <laughs> so um, yeah. he, he hits Saddam with the powerful uh, with the powerful bolt of lightning, and it throws, uh, it throws Saddam back, and this is when Kenny... <laughs> convinces uh the satan to take his life back and doesn't satan pick the just like darth vader picks up the emperor throws him off the yeah. uh throws him off the cliff which Very impales similar, him yeah. and uh you see all the blood and gore and stuff and then kenny's given one wish and kenny wishes that everything would go back to the way it was before the war started and that means that kenny will still be dead he's still dead yeah. but everything else will be undone and everyone will be alive and this is where kenny pulls off his hood and reveals himself to everybody he has blonde hair yeah, and he's voiced he by Mike Judd. and He kind of looks like uh, just a regular kid. Yeah. Goodbye, you guys. <laughs> Bye, guys. Yeah. It's a little anticlimactic, but it is. Cool they did it. One of the things they do before all this, too, was they, they do a, a refrain song, which kind of mixes oh, everything like the, together. Like the, uh, yeah. I don't know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah. It, has, it has a name that I can't think of right now. Yeah. But it's but they do it in a lot of musicals. They do it in a lot of musicals. Um, right. Uh, so that that's really that's really the end of the movie. They uh, Now, has Kenny done that since you've watched a lot more? No. Has uh, Kenny no. done that again ever since? Nope. That was uh, only in this. Technically, he's he's been something else. He's Mysterion. So oh, he's yeah. Not, well, he, yeah, he does. Yeah, he does talk as a certain character, like a superhero alter ego he has, but not as yeah, <laughs> not as a kid. Yeah. Okay. Um, he did stop dying though. Um, he no longer I, dies, right? For for a well, for a while bit, he was yeah. dead, dead. After well, I think it was after this movie, he there was, was dead, one dead. episode where he dies, and I think he stays dead for a while. Yeah, he stays dead for and a then, while, uh, and then they tried tweak out 
as his replacement. Tweet, oh yeah, they had different. And then they tried Timmy out as his replacement, right. and then Butters became his yeah. his his replacement. So uh, the show went a lot of different places after the movie. Because it's Butters, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> but um, he uh, does come back, and, and it, they did bring Kenny back. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes okay. they would kill him randomly, but they they kind of stopped. And Kenny is the only one in South Park with a real superpower, right? Oh well, he can't he can't die. He can't die. Mysterion's power is back. that he he actually does die, but his mother gives birth to him again the next day after <laughs> no. he's dead and he That's ages right, rapidly yeah. and comes back as kenny <laughs> okay. so and he keeps all the same memories that he had from before so yeah he's kenny and uh yeah man uh this 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 movie just goddamn what a movie <laughs> what a hell of a movie what a movie just literally made to be a it middle is, finger to censorship just to it's d- that and it's extremely epic and like the fact even you just describing it, it's like wow and then saddam hussein and satan came right. and it's the apocalypse well, you were, so, and you, you, i don't think you said it but saddam hussein you actually it's a picture Picture of Saddam. It's actually it's a not, picture of He's, him, he's yeah. the, one of the Which only ones in the movie that's not a actual like not character animated. or well, cartoon animated, character not, or, or yeah. animated. That sort of sort of picture. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's a picture with a talking face in effect. It's like a right. flapping head of yeah. Saddam Hussein. Yeah, and uh, he's completely abusive to his boyfriend. Oh yeah. Oh, he's very yeah. He's not a good boyfriend <laughs> at all. No. <laughs> Saddam Hussein is fucking with you. It's not real. Yeah. It's, but the movie is, yeah, it's just epic, and um, it says a lot, and I think it's very funny, and yeah, I mean, it, it's a musical, and has good songs, it hits all the notes for me, I mean, I, I think it's a great movie. Yeah, uh, I watched it twice this week, so. I there mean, you go. I can't, and I've had all the songs actually, stuck in my head all week, and. I bought the Blu-ray for it, re- like, pretty recently, actually, because I just, like, you know, I want to watch it again. So, like, I still only have the special edition DVD, which mm-hmm. was a big problem for South Park fans at the time when that came out. A, this is one of the earlier movies actually ever released on DVD, right. and it had zero special features yeah it's the first two trailers and a teaser trailer and that's it yeah they didn't have any. those are the special features no commentary mm-hmm. no um yeah, no no anything it's just absolutely bare bones so i had to do like all my own research i couldn't just watch but they the commentary. did do a commentary on uh youtube you can find it like they, they did it after the fact okay you can cool. sync it up to the movie i think i would sure. love to i would love to do that yeah. because there's a ton of stories that i i believe had to come out of yeah. this uh i think it taught matt and trey a lot about what they can get away with and mm-hmm. just it how to fuck with censorship enough to get what you want the process of making this movie must have been crazy yeah like, you know i don't know if they uh any behind the scenes footage exists for this movie like there is for the show but i mean i would love to see that if they if they ever release like a special well, what special sort of budget edition. did they have to work with is it was it was it a large budget? Did they? I'm sure it was more than they needed because yeah. you know the animation was so done so cheaply. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure the, the show was such a hit. They probably gave them a lot of money to work with. I'm not sure. It gives them exactly. leverage. They reported budget was 21 million dollars, yeah. and I think one of the things like Matt Stone and Trey Parker discussed was that they had so much money they didn't really know what to. do do with it so they kind of threw in these bullshit cgi scenes mm. of uh, kenny going to hell which right. is full cgi yeah. um the, the uh hell's hellscape is is full cgi mm-hmm. uh you know th- so they but they also really took the time to polish their own yeah. animation and really make the, the colors you mm-hmm. know vibrant and, looks, and alive i mean that's why i got it on blu-ray i was like i think this movie even though it's cheap looking and that's kind of what they're going for it's, it still looks what's great. one of the funny I mean, things it's... is the majority of the difficulty with the animation of the tv show is getting the the, the animation look to look like the texture of cardboard of cardboard yeah <laughs> the, the first episode was actually paper. done in with cardboard um, yes but now they yeah they try to emulate that look Th- not so much in the new newer ones but yeah for a while there they were yeah but they, they, they just don't want to they just don't want to lose their roots yeah they, they don't much. want it to look good let's say that so um 
And that's something else I respect them for. It's like, you know, we're going to stick to this crappy kind of animation. <laughs> that's what makes them so different, too, though. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's like everyone else is trying to be the most advanced, yeah. you know, special you effects. You got Pixar ever, that's almost yeah. looking real. And then you but got. But this was just Tapper. happy to be crude and crude looking. I mean, it was just. Crude and rude. Crude and rude. That's kind of, yeah. I told you my mom wouldn't listen. Well, then we're just going to have to save Terrence and Philip ourselves. What? Think about it, you guys. What would Brian Boitano do? He'd figure out a way to rescue Terrence and Philip before they're executed. We can't do anything. Our mom's organization is too strong. Well, then we'll round up all the grounded kids in town and start our own organization. An organization to help save Terrence and Philip. Hey, yeah, our own secret club. I guess that could work. We have to try. What would Brian Boitano do if he was here right now? He'd make a plan and he'd follow through. That's what Brian Boitano do. When Brian Boitano was in the Olympics skating for the gold, he did two south cows and a triple lutz while wearing a blindfold. When Brian Boitano was in the Alps fighting grizzly bears, he used his magical fire breath and saved the maiden's face. So the record that it held was uh, it was given to them in 2001 by the Guinness Book of World Records for using 399 swear words because the MPAA will give a film an NC-17 rating if it has 400 swear words. So so, so they made sure they, they got made sure they, they got their 399. They were going to get every <laughs> every every bit that they could get out of it. Um, there was a proposed sequel to this. It came out. In 2007, I believe, it was season 11, episodes 10, 11, and 12. It was Imagination Land. And uh, it would have been a pretty poor sequel for the theater, I think. I, think I don't this, think it would have made sense as a sequel, just as like another South Park just movie. Just another South yeah, Park movie. But, um, but I mean, the whole idea was that Imagination Land is is a place that exists. Uh, you know, imagination is the fifth dimension. And uh, Eric, the whole plot is Eric tells tells uh, Kyle that if the leprechaun doesn't exist, Eric will give Kyle $10. If the leprechaun does exist, Kyle will suck Eric's balls. <laughs> and yeah. leprechaun does exist because he escaped from Imagination Land because he learned of a terrorist plot to blow up imagination land uh so the the kids get recruited by the u.s government to help the u.s government get to imagination land so they can stop the terrorists from developing weapons of mass destruction there <laughs> yeah and pretty much any uh what every character ever that's ever been created is in this thing. you got ninja turtles in there you have transformers jason voorhees is in there. jason voorhees in there freddy krueger's in there yeah. you get uh what's his what's his name schnarf schnarf oh, from yeah. uh from from uh, thundercats uh-huh. is in there there is like it's a feast for the like eyes a, like a ready player one thing yeah, going on. yeah it's like any imagined character can be for for your references there uh and it it like the the in the first episode, the way that it ends is a parody of the of D Day in Saving Private Ryan. The terrorist uh, suicide bombs oh, right, right in the right. middle of all imaginated characters, and uh, Stan is completely shell shocked, and he's kind of has the ringing looking in around, his ear. Yeah. He's looking around, and Ronald McDonald is walking around without <laughs> his arm, that. and he, he he crouches down and picks up his arm. And there's a guy I, I forget who, who what the character is. He's laying on his back, and he's like holding his guts in. He's like, Mama, 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 and it's like it, it is shot for shot saving yeah. private ryan <laughs> it's, it's very good Normandy. it's just not yeah I, I mean i can't really picture it coming out in theaters yeah but, so yeah. Wh- one of the reasons that it couldn't come out in theaters was because of the, the amount that was going on in it and, and all the rights that they would have to reserve yeah. just to get this made Sounds like a nightmare <laughs> uh so uh, and also you know they, they were not willing to play the game again with the mpaa <laughs> where matt stone <laughs> and trey parker were probably like seven years later they're like little over yeah i could fuck with them again uh but at this point the the, you know the comedy central you know uh, i believe it's comcast owned it by this point warner brothers still had a stake in comedy central they were like no 
No, no, we just don't like that idea. So they were like, fuck you then. We'll make it as it's going to be the three episodes. Guess yeah. what? Season instead of 10 episodes in season in, in season 11, it's 13. And the Comedy Central is, went, okay. The thing is, they, they could make another movie now and it would be, you know, and I think they could do whatever they wanted with it um, because the show is what it is now where it's just kind of uh, based uh, off of. But do you think uh, it would do the same topic? thing? Yes. I think I think if they made it now, it would tack PC principles. Yeah, I think it'd be more. Yeah, it would just be more uh, modern things that they're looking at. But yeah, I think it's they would. I think they would use a film like they did with the first film, where it's, it's almost used as like a weapon kind yeah. of. Yeah, yeah. I think it's it would be the same idea, but um, they could do it. I mean, no. there's nothing you know. I was almost it, thinking because like at by this stage, are uh, people kind of numb to what? Yeah, what I they mean, do. it's it's a different time and for it's, sure. You know, yeah. because like when this movie came out, the, the first thing like Uncle Fucker. You yeah, know, the first thing you're thinking of is yeah. what the hell. But if you saw that yeah. in a movie now, you'd be but like, you'd oh, be okay. like, okay, yeah. you know, yeah. South Park's done it, right? You know, so but I think that's yeah. Could, like, like could you South Park a new movie come out that would like beat that? Because I think because of them, I think yeah, now things are more and more like mainstream because of that um so maybe because like yeah, we got sausage be, party like it wouldn't have which is my effect, choice right. um yeah you know that movie ends in what like a 20 minute like food orgy at the end of it <laughs> which is pretty full well, on here's a question for you because i haven't seen that movie but oh, don't. Do, you, do you think <laughs> you you voted for it <laughs> i know <laughs> but do you think that movie would even exist without South no Park? absolutely no. not absolutely right, but that's not. One, yeah so no here's what's yeah. funny i don't think the simpsons movie would have gotten made if south park wasn't successful probably not Probably not. No, I, I I tend to agree. Yeah, yeah. I mean South Park really. You can't use it. It, it wasn't so much as a sort of a competition, but I think because that movie came out, The Simpsons had to come. I mean, there was talk. I remember when I, mean, I was it took young. A while. There was always talk about oh, how yeah. long it takes to make a Simpsons episode, yeah. and that there was always talk about a Simpsons very different movie. than the South Park. Episode. Well, it's yeah. it's what's difficult is you have to take the creators of the show away from the show to create the movie, and the then you movie, have to take yeah. your head animators away from the show. So you have to actually sacrifice the quality of the show to make a good right. movie yeah. which is which is something and, and that Matt Stone and Trey Parker, Parker were not interested in doing well they, they have said Matt Stone and Trey Parker have said that the second season I actually think the second season is pretty funny but they they, they attribute they actually weakness to the this second season yeah. and they say it's because they were uh, focused on working on the movie while right. they were writing this, you know the episodes for that so. which is why they eventually moved to shorter seasons yeah and why they eventually started to basically be very involved with each episode I mean even if they don't write it they are very like over the shoulder of the person that is you they know, like, certainly now are are to the point where if they don't have complete creative control over South Park and, and whatever is being produced by it, they don't want to. They don't want to be. They don't want to. They don't want to do the show anymore. Yeah. Right. So that that is and it'll die. If they which don't. is why if they were they so involved it, yeah. in the video it'll games. Die. It like they exactly. actually had to have someone from Ubisoft like in the South Park Studios offices full time mm-hmm. while they were creating those video games, just so whatever they're doing there is being relayed to somebody who can relay it back to Ubisoft in the way that they want. They had a mm-hmm. full creative control over yeah. those games which is i think why they, they turned out so well and there's such love letters to the have, show right they wouldn't have made those games because they made some games back in the 90s which were not good exactly and, and they hate those so and they, they were didn't like want you know what again. we're never gonna make another game yeah. again but then eventually the you know the technology caught up and now the the game looks exactly like the the tv like show, the show. So, looks just so, I mean, like it you know it's kind of amazing and they wrote you know they wrote it so it's like an, a, a really long episode pretty much yeah so we really cool. 800 pages was the original yeah. script for the stick of truth <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. So you pages. you basically play an episode of South Park, so it's really really cool. Just um, an eight hundred minute 
episode of South Park. <laughs> a very long episode. <laughs> a very long, yeah. a, a two-month-long episode um, of South Park. But it's cool. Like, they, you know, they did TV, movies, Broadway, video games. You know, it just shows that they're very versatile and they're not one-trick ponies. Even though they have South Park and it's been around for years, you know, they've done other things. And, and they, they've iterated it they've when, they, they when can, they've needed to. Yeah, they've shown they... They can do other And things. they've had a spadoinkle day the entire had a time and doing it. Please go see Cannibal the Musical. Go see Cannibal the Musical. If I can impart anything else to you. Fudge Packer. Uh, <laughs> oh, you've seen it. Good. I have seen yeah. it. Yeah. So we, we forgot to mention the lesson. The lesson in the end oh, the is lesson, yeah. Kyle convinces his mom to let go of Not her hate bitch. And, 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 <laughs> and the war because he says, you blame all these other people for the things I do, but I do them. It's me. Like, you know, blame me. Yeah. And like, it finally sinks in. She's all, like, yeah, I, yeah. I have to parent my child mm-hmm. for him to be the child I want him to be. I have to parent him. Yeah. And uh, that's the lesson of, of, of the movie. Don't mm-hmm. let TV raise you like I was raised by TV. <laughs> <laughs> but I, yeah. Don't let your kids be me. <laughs> I definitely, uh, I agree with that message because I, I think to say, I don't know, this is getting into a whole thing here. No, well, I mean, I actually <laughs> talk, I, I talk about this a lot on the show sometimes yeah. where like, I watch what Logan's watching. Like when she has something on, I watch yeah. it. Oh, you know, yeah. so I when she was now, getting so into, I'm, I'm when, the same way. when she was getting into YouTube, videos when there was like youtube videos with like kind of like these messages where like little girls were being cunts to their moms i was like you're not gonna watch this yeah. anymore and she's like why i was like because it teaches you to, to be rude and not respect your parents and yeah. you know at the very least and it's like the new way version of comedy now, right yeah right? where it's like you it's know rude good. is not funny you know like it's pranking somebody like in Right. I mean, while, while South Park is rude, it's not rude to its audience or anything like no. that. Like, but like, there's South, the, 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 the shows, and I wouldn't let a four year old watch South Park no, and stuff, but like, I'd probably let a 12 year old watch it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but there's yeah. a difference. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, we got to get into what we're going to do for the next movie cocktail. This is one of, you know, I believe this one came from Duty and, uh, from Chicken Nut Nerd. This is his category that he gave to us on Patreon. And I gotta, I, I had to change it. Uh, so originally it was horror movie sequels past five. So that means we would have only been able to do like a handful of horror franchises and stuff like that. I, I really didn't want us to have like a battle of who had the worst sequel. Which really is what it was turning out to be. Because if we would have done Halloween 5, Curse of Michael Myers, you know. There's not many options. Right. It's Friday the 13th. Right. right. But it was, so it was anything after 5. You can do. And so technically you could do Halloween 2018 if you wanted to. Yeah. But I changed it. I wanted to do. That's probably a good call. Horror movie sequels after 3. Mm-hmm. So it has to be number three or beyond that. Three is when it usually starts getting bad. Anyway, right. So. <laughs> and I'll be honest, only one of us, uh, no, you, uh, Rob and Mark both picked ones that are after number three. Me and Jay went with the third in, mm. in the, uh, I think I went with three in it. No, you went with four. Four. Okay. You went with four. That's right. You don't have to lock it in. You could change it now. <laughs> You're last to go, aren't you? I'm last. Yeah, Jay's last. All right. So anyway, uh, Mark, you are first up this round. What is the horror movie sequel past three that you would like to nominate for movie cocktail? <clears throat> Jaws, The Revenge. Jaws 4. Jaws 4. Yeah. It has Michael Caine in it. Because it has Michael Caine? It has Michael Caine. Who is? It has we will, if, Michael Caine. If Michael Caine. If Michael Caine. If it wins, we'll have to discuss how the fact that he says that he runs laundry from uh from island to island, but clearly that means he's a smuggler. Well, for anyone wondering if they should vote for this movie, let me tell you a little bit about the plot of this yeah, movie real this. quick. It's really quick. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are we going to lobby for votes Hold now? Hold on one second. <laughs> I just want to explain. <laughs> the shark stalks the wife of Martin Brody. Smile, you son of a bitch. From the first movie. He stalks her. He follows her. 
he wants revenge. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> there, was a, said. <laughs> there was a deleted plot that made it into the novelization of it that didn't make it into the plot of the movie that a, a voodoo guy oh, that's put right. a curse yeah. Put a curse on the uh, on the Brody family. Uh, back when Martin was a New York City cop, mm-hmm. uh, he he broke up a, a drug a drug ring, and the guy was from Haiti or Dominican mm-hmm. Republic or Jamaica, and he put a he put a hex Sh- on should, the family. Should we even uh, pick here or what? No, I mean, <laughs> I mean that's going to win. Decided, so. right? Yeah, gonna, <laughs> uh, so, uh, but that didn't make it into the plot. So the plot just becomes super heavy. <laughs> but the shark does stalker. But so. the shark does stalker. Yeah, yeah it does. And you guys are recording also, a whole episode right now. There's yeah. also three. Michael Caine's in it. There's also three endings to that, man. And Michael Caine <laughs> flies a plane. A plane. All right. And anyway. makes it with Ellen. Dave, your pick. Yeah. <laughs> so so my pick. I was really torn. Uh, I wanted to go with the Dream Warriors, uh, which is the Good third one. in the Nightmare on Elm Street series. However, I as much as I love Dream Warriors for what it is, I actually like it more than any other Nightmare on Elm Street movie. I had to go with something that I know really well, something that speaks to me, and something that was made by a filmmaker that I really, really respect. I, I, I would love I to talk about. zombies coming. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, George A. Romero's Day of the Dead. Ah, I, I have to specify that it's George A. Romero's Day of the Dead, because there's so many remakes of it, mm. but it is kind of the culmination of his Dead trilogy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it really takes it to, to the point that he wanted to get it to, where he he actually departs it from his own genre that he created and does it in a way that is masterfully beautiful, I guess you would say. Uh, and the effects in it are top notch, just beautiful special effects. And when I say beautiful, that means there's blood beautiful and there's gore. gore and it just looks so good. And it's curated by Tom Savini and, um, uh, I can't remember his name, but he does the walking dead. Now he's, he's kind of like a big deal. But Tom Savini. <laughs> but Tom Savini. <laughs> All right. He's pretty great. All right. Well, All right, I'm, I'm going to be boring because I don't know much about it. <laughs> I'm going so for. I mean, I looked it up I've online. I've only seen the first. I looked it up online to get the best ratings just, out of all Saw movies. At, I looked Wait, up you, horror you franchises. <laughs> I don't think I've even seen it. What are you, Jay? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm picking it just... I, I did enjoy... I'm, I'm not going to say this. I, sorry, I will say this. I enjoyed the first couple of Saw movies. So you like torture porn? I, no, it's not torture porn. I loved... I mean, as much as it's horror, but I love the whole aspect of like an escape room type yeah. thing of what Saw is. I... I I love puzzles and stuff like that. And this is obviously completely different because it's horror. But the puzzle of how they have to get out of there... I enjoy that, and I thought that that was a good premise of these movies. Do you want to play a game? But this is really not my so category. So why did you pick Saw 4 over, like, anything else? When I saw because 3. I just looked it up. Oh, uh, okay. I just looked it up, and did I saw, get the worst saw 4, ratings? and I thought, no, oh, it's got Whichever the Roman, one has the worst ratings. It's got the sure. Roman numerals going on, and <laughs> I was like, okay, I like the number four. Uh, the name I was trying to think of was Greg Nicotero. It was, oh, okay. It was, yeah, it was yeah, one yeah. of his his first uh, first movies right. on. So anyway, Greg Nicotero. I absolutely Nicotero know I have no chance here against the podcast. We've already recorded with. Well, I think uh, I just heard George. that Samuel L. Jackson is going to be starring in the new Saw. Yes, movie. yes, that he is did. it. Yeah, yeah, with Chris Rock. I yep. did see so, that. Mother- I actually might check that one out. They're going a whole different angle now with this franchise. Bad motherfucker. All right. Yeah. Jay, what what are you nominating? Yeah, you this is all, Rob. I, I I concur. This is definitely another one of my categories this that does his, not go under my wheelhouse. And I was kind of torn between Blade Trinity, and I'm going to go with 
Alien Three. Yeah. David Fincher's Alien Three. Good pick. Good so. pick. Yeah, that, that's um, an extremely interesting, interesting franchise. Interesting film. There's a lot to it. A very and, div- divisive film, I would say. Yes. So we'll we'll it'd be an interesting conversation. Yeah. I, I'd be interested so, to rewatch we'll it. Actually, almost killed the franchise, but mm-hmm. also made just enough money for Fox to be like, yeah, we'll make another. One. Let's make another. One. And let's be <laughs> honest, anything's better than Covenant. Anything's <laughs> better than Covenant. It's true. So it's true. Yeah, if we wanted to say bad horror movie sequels, well, you know, Covenant. I've never seen Resurrection. I, I want to make that confession. Uh, written by Joss Whedon, and he absolutely hates it because they cut his script up to ribbons. <laughs> Hmm. To be All fair, right. it seemed like he was trying to make a comedy out of the Alien oh, okay. films, though. So, uh, so those are our picks. You can vote for those on Twitter. We will put the poll up shortly after this episode is up. You can follow us on Twitter at SuperMoviePod. You can follow me and Jay on Instagram, where you'll be able to see the movie cocktail. Jay is at SuperMoviebrosBeer, and I am at MovieCocktail on Instagram. Mark, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you? Sure, you can find me at Colt Movie Colt on Podbean, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I believe that's it. When is our Accountable the Musical episode going to come oh, out? Oh my god, we need to do that. We need to do we, that. We definitely need to do we that. We should do we should do musicals just that you know what? That's actually uh a category I'd love to do yeah. soon. Yeah. So hopefully. Yeah. I, I would love to join yeah. you for at least for at least one musical. Definitely. definitely. Uh, I need your beautiful voice. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. My beautiful <laughs> voice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Rob, why don't you show everyone where they can find you? Uh, apparently nowhere. Nowhere. Up the yeah. street. No, on yeah. The, uh, I'm, uh, on, on the, the corner, corner every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm around. I'm Turning around. tricks. If you yeah. come by, you wave a twenty, and I I've, come I've, to the door. I've, I've That's been me. talking with What's Dave lately. I've got, fest? I've got some ideas. You do, yeah. Uh, on my sleeve, I might be coming back into podcasting Ooh. on my own one day soon, hopefully. But um, for right now, nothing up there. It's, nothing going. We well, went to the Great Adventure. Was it? Oh, I did. I did. I love that. So you could find him. On Find at, me a great adventure. adventure. <laughs> there we go. Waiting in line. Now got a season pass. Super Movie Brothers is part of the Podfix Network, so you can head over to podfixnetwork.com and check out all the shows that are part of the great Podfix Network over there. You can also click on the menu tab and check out all of the movie cocktail recipes that we have available up there. Super Movie Brothers is also sponsored by Blowfish. Blowfish is the only FDA-approved hangover cure. What it is is it's Two tablets that you drop in eight to 12 ounces of water. Let that dissolve. Drink it down. Your hangover starts to feel better immediately. So if you enjoyed Terrence and Phillips fart juice just a little bit too much (laughs) and you have a hangover the next day, you're going to want yourself some blowfish in the medicine cabinet. So order yours now by going to fourhangovers.com. Use the promo code SMBFISH. Get your 15% off of the Miracle Hangover Cure. Uh, Super Movie Brothers also would like to peddle ourselves. Uh, you know, we will sell ourselves. We are cheap whores like you that. Whore. Yes. We yeah. really need your reviews. We need you to go over to iTunes. We need you to leave us a five-star review. It's the only way the show can grow. It's the only way that we succeed. It's the only way that we measure success in this stupid business of podcasting. So I need you guys to go to iTunes if that's where you listen to us. Leave us a five-star review. Write us a little message. You know, you can just say, you know, hey, guys, how are the droopy balls? going sitting in that hot studio that you they're drooped i'm sitting on mine right now you know it reminds me of that on mine it reminds me of that episode of south park where everyone gets in large balls and they all bounce down the street on it just just to bring it home salty right now put them in your mouth and suck them so please go over to itunes leave us that five-star review it's just means just 
it just means so much. And I'll read them on air and it, you know, you'll feel special for like five minutes and I'll feel special forever. <laughs> so uh, please go on iTunes, leave us the five-star review. Uh, we also have additional content up on Patreon. Additional movie cocktails are coming to Patreon where we are going to do 30-minute versions of movie cocktails where we discuss a movie, sometimes movies we haven't seen before, but we're still going to make an original cocktail for them. And the only way to get those recipes and the only way to hear those movie cocktail episodes will be over on our Patreon. So go to patreon.com slash Super Movie Bros podcast. And for just $1 a month, you can get yourself some of those movie cocktail episodes, as well as a slew of other episodes that me and Jay have put up, special top fives, bad date stories, Ooh. all matter of stuff that you can listen to over there. Yeah, we have one, a couple of them right up on just, Patreon now. Just so put them up fresh. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah, I got a couple messages about those and just said, Dave, what the fuck is wrong with you? They were from my dad. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to thank you guys for listening. Have a great night. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. C-L-E-B-